to Gang Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and today I am here with Aussie musician and songwriter Callum Hawthorne, whose album No Strings on Me is out now with the singles I Do It Confident and Dangerous, who will be performing at Pride of All Foots Gray in Melbourne on Friday. How are you doing today, babe? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> so excited to talk to you. Me too. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad that you um wanted me here. So that's really nice. <laughs> of course. So okay, so I'm gonna ask this question first before I ask this. So you're in Melbourne, you're in Melbourne now. Did yeah. you like grow up in Melbourne or are you originally from somewhere else? No, I grew up in Melbourne. I haven't like um I haven't lived anywhere else and I haven't really like traveled that much, I feel like I've traveled um to a few states and overseas once but that was many yeah. years ago but yeah just pretty much melbourne it is you know <laughs> so what was it like growing up for you as a kid um interesting i guess like i mean i think um Like, I, I think, like, when I was, like, a kid, like, it was, like, okay, I suppose, because you just kind of, everything's okay. And then I think high school was probably my hardest time, you know what I mean? Like, that was when I was down in the dumps. So, um, yeah. So, I, probably, like, really hard, maybe, like, growing up. But then, but then I just think, like, you find yourself and you become comfortable with who you are and yeah then you just it's okay but like as a kid like not not the best yeah truly the same i like i was someone who probably like started having depression at like the age of 12 and didn't like get out of a depression state till like i was about 26 so like yeah okay i totally know yeah, I I think I was probably yeah, probably around the same age actually, like maybe like around 12. And I think cuz I was like bullied like every day for like 12 like two-ish years straight. And then I don't know. Like so I was probably like in, like quite in a depression and I didn't have like anybody to talk to, so I was like, you know, in that kind I of know. Yeah. I know and like you probably at some point turned inward when you didn't have anyone to talk to. So you just buried everything deep inside, which yeah. was the exact same thing I did. It's not for anyone out there. It's not fucking healthy to do that. Like, no, it's, it's not. And actually I feel like it took me like some time to like be okay to like open up to people, you know, because I just like would, and I, I guess I still do, but it's just like, you just, can't like trust people sometimes you know so you just like put your feelings away and you don't express them so like it takes it took some time to like actually be able to open up and you know say like how you feel you know well it's also you probably this is something as like a songwriter that i know you probably pour it all into the music like yeah, I did. Yeah. I yeah, I did because like I think like with um in terms of like f like 
being an outsider and feeling like like lost and lonely and stuff I guess like is kind of the song alien like that I wrote like you know like that was yeah. like why I did that and then I guess like opening up and that being okay to open up was like the last song on the album break in you know like yeah. it's just that kind of thing and um so I guess there's like a story in some ways but yeah right so what was it like for you coming out um I don't I don't know I think like you know like when you're a kid like sometimes like people just kind of like um push things like they 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 push things onto you before you even like can realize you know um and when they do that they don't mean it in like a good way that they they say oh like you're gay you're you're this or whatever um but obviously like they mean that in a in a bad way because you know definitely like kids growing up and especially like years ago and stuff like it's a bad thing um so it was always kind of like no like I don't I'm not you know what I mean like but like obviously like I guess I was definitely in a queer kind of space you know right um and and so um yeah I guess I guess like later on like it just kind of like I think I didn't really need to come out you know if that makes yeah. sense. I think I just started presenting myself and in a way where I, I guess, I guess like, you know, maybe later on in high school, I was like, yeah, like, like I probably like addressed it, but I think everybody knew, you know? Right. And so but I, yeah, I addressed it when I was like at a different high school, but everybody knew, knew then as well. So, so like, how old were you? Like, well, when you finally addressed it, how old were you? I think I addressed it at different points in time. I think I may have said it like to my mom or something. And honestly, I don't think it actually went well. So I think I just like kind of ignored it and never addressed it again until like years later. So which was probably like around like, I don't know, like 16-ish maybe is when I probably like started to address it more but and it just became more normal you know see I wish see I had the well I had a good thing with the family because my thing is I only had to come out to one parent because my mom had passed away four months before before I came out. So like oh, yes. So it was like I only had to come out to my dad and that was easy. But Okay, that's good. Yeah, in terms of this is the bad story. Because of course everyone I feel has one. But so basically I when I was coming out the weekend I came out, I like confessed something to a youth minister about me like having a performance idea where I was like practicing with a knife and like all this he left the room after I'd said that he came back in and he's like I'll give you one of two options either you can come with me or I'm calling the cops 
So I went with him. I got a psych eval. I passed the psych eval. He lied to make it to, I don't know what he said, but he like lied to like make it seem like I was suicidal when I wasn't. And I ended up getting locked in a mental institution for 64 hours. Oh my God. That's insane. Yeah. Oh my God. I like, I have no, I've never been in anything like that. And most people haven't. It's not something you want to happen to you. Trust me. Yeah, like, yeah, I, I can't really imagine like what happens necessarily, you know? It's, well, I can only describe it. Let me just say, this was a place where like most people had rooms. When I got there, they literally just put me on like a bed near like the desk because they didn't even have a room for me when I like got checked in. So it was like sleeping out in the lobby. Like, yeah, it was not. Yeah, that's really shit. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like, do they like drug you and stuff? Like, like say, like you have to take like. They, these... they do give you pills. Yes. Mm, yeah. I never really knew what they were. Mm -hmm. But they kind of just like give you stuff, and. Even I t the last time I told this to somebody, even like getting out, you have to adjust back into society because yeah. you get put in one of those places, you get every single freedom you've ever had taken away from you. Mm, yeah. It kind of just makes me think like of Britney Spears, I guess, because I know that she was sent into right. those kind of things, which, you know, I always like, obviously feel feel bad about and it's just i don't know anybody that has to be be sent to there especially if like they don't need to then it's i don't know a bit sad you know right so okay so okay just one thing i thought of so yeah. is australia or like at any point was australia like homophobic like i know america very much is like yeah of course i think i think with australia um i guess some people have explained it that america the us like kind of like leads change i guess and australia kind of follows um i think australia can be quite homophobic transphobic um racist um but then again it also depends on where you go and who you talk to because some people are really nice some people like do not care at all um i think like i kind of live you know like in melbourne and like that is like a really like generally like progressive place you know i meet like a lot of people that are like very progressive as well so um but i know like growing up i think it was like kind of normal to be homophobic which has changed um over the years you know which i will say definitely well yeah i will say i don't know how old you are but i feel like Well, it's also, you reference 
drinking in like your song Amnesia, you talk about like drinking, but yeah, that doesn't that doesn't mean anything because I feel like isn't isn't um, Australia kind of like the UK where the drinking age is eighteen? Drinking age is eighteen, but I am over twenty one. So like, yeah. um, like, um, yeah. So yeah, I do talk. I do talk about drinking in that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. So yeah. So so you're in your 20s. So like, theoretically, you and I are the same age. I was I was gonna get on here. I'm gonna be like I'm gonna gonna be like I'm gonna be like fuck this bitch is gonna say he's 18, and then all of a sudden I'm gonna feel like an old bitch. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not 18. I I I feel like I was um very different at 18. You know, I feel like I I I mean I feel like I've like changed like constantly. You know, at 18, like I feel like. I don't, I don't know, maybe, maybe just like queer people in general, but like, we just like, we, we, we don't start to find ourselves a lot until we leave high school and then we like become more of like who we are, you know, like. Well, I would say that added on by once you leave home and like are on your own for the first time, that's when, cause like. Yeah. Like, I am someone, I did not go to college, so, like, well, actually, I shouldn't say that. I went for, like, a year and a half, and then I realized, like, college is not for me. So, like, I ended up going moving to Orlando and, like, going to a technical school. So, that was, like, my college years. Yeah. But that didn't happen until I was, like, 21. So, like, well, actually, 20 going on 21. So, like. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's still young, though. Like, that's still, that's still good. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think um yeah. I mean like yeah, as you said, yeah, I think yeah, definitely moving out of home is definitely like another way to like find your like independence like um yourself, you know, and I guess you can start like changing, you know, if if you if you want to. Because I feel I've, yeah, definitely like people just say no you can't you can't do this you can't wear that you can't like be this way which is something that I have heard like constantly and when people tell me that I can't do something it makes me want to do it even more regardless if I even like wanted to do it necessarily or 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 not like if I was like that strong about it but I feel like when people say you can't wear something you can't like do anything well I'll just do more of it that is very much how I felt with um, body issues. Because as someone who's not naturally skinny, like the thing of like you can't wear this. Like I had that mentality of you can't wear body suits because you're not skinny. And I'm like, mm. I got to the point where I'm like, fuck it. Well, as actually after the pandemic, I kind of thought like, fuck it. I'm gonna wear this, and people are gonna judge me if they want to. But a lot of times I say the haters behind the computer are just jealous because they're not willing to do the shit that you're trying to do. Well, true. You know, and I think like um, as well, especially like with body stuff, like everybody seems to have an opinion on people's bodies. I mean, like even like 
like me growing up, you know what I mean? Like I'm generally like more like, like slim, I guess. Yeah. But there are so many people that I like have like had comments like on my bodies, like, and just like what I should do, like it, but I don't know, like, and, and it's just kind of weird, you know, to, to comment on that. I, I think, you know, um, I mean, it's like, I, I think like as long as you're healthy and as long as you're like, you know, looking after yourself, then like things are fine, but like people are built differently. And um, like, I mean, yeah, wear, wear a bodysuit, like no matter like what size, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's, it's weird to me, you know, like, I think like, um, like you can judge somebody's outfit, but like, I think judging somebody's like, body size and like their yeah. weight and stuff or, like whether it's either side is is a bit weird because i don't know it's just strange which first of all people going after you this is what i was saying not only when you reached out to me like you being the like i would say the nicest person to me like what you said uh, was like so sweet and i like almost was like i almost cheered up a little bit like reading it was, it was so great but it's also like i was like looking at photos of you and i'm like this bitch is stunning like uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like anyone to go after you it's like why yeah no i've um well it's like even i guess it's like people like that i know like um face to face as well um but also just like i've had it online a little bit too i guess you know so i've just like blocked and like whatever that's what you had well people said said like i was like like too skinny that's like what some people have said but like like and they said like you need to eat you need to like you know do all that and it's like but I do like I do eat like I'm not like you know trying to stay so you know you know like I can say like I go to McDonald's like all the time like there's like something that I eat always you know like I don't necessarily eat like the healthiest like all the time like I like my sweets and stuff you know right but I just I just I'm not like built in in a certain like i'm just like built as me you know and i don't know and it's also to that point it's like you probably wish you could gain well not gain weight everywhere but there's probably certain places where you wish you probably did have more weight probably but like also it's just kind of like i i think i think it's like you have to like do it in like a healthy way you know like i think you can say like i yeah like it would be it would be nice sure and i guess you can like work on it but i don't i think like if you're like unhappy about your current state um then i don't necessarily like that that's a good thing because i think you should be happy with like the way like where you are now and you can have the goal to like you know do something else but I don't know. I guess, like, I just think, like, well, you got to live in the now as well, but you got to have like realistic goals. And I mean, sometimes, like, you might not reach that goal. Like, it just might not happen. 
and and to me that's fine like I can like I can say yeah like I want to build more strength or I want to build like more weight or something whatever but and if I but if I don't necessarily reach it like it's fine like I'm happy with how I am you know and the secret is to be realistic because I had for years an unrealistic weight of or like a goal of what I should be First of all, I'll just say this, like, I'm six foot three. Mm-hmm. My, like, vision goal, like, my vision of what I should weigh was 150, 160 pounds. That's not healthy in, like, the slightest. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm five foot six, and, like, somebody told me that I need to gain, like, 30 kilos, which was just, like, like, I'd be, like, unhealth like that'd be overweight and i was like that's that's a really weird weird thing to say and i was like no (laughs) like so yeah that's strange very strange and you're like a twink so that's like you're (laughs) like you have a twink's body like that's how and you said you're five foot six like yeah like you shouldn't be like Yeah. And like some people just have fat have fast metabolisms. I wish I did, but I don't. Like Yeah. But I mean, I I think like everybody's just like you know, built in their own like in their own way and it's like every like everybody's like everybody looks beautiful, you know, I I think like I think all different types of um shapes and sizes, heights and, you know, all that like, you know, yeah. it's it, it's nice, you know. I think if we all looked the same, then like it would be um, boring. But I think like the way for people to like look good is to like express themselves in the way that they want, you know. Like, um, and that and that can just be like wearing like flattering like outfits or just like I don't know any anything just that that shapes them, you know, in a in a nice way. Right. So, just switching topics here. So, who are some of your musical inspirations? Yeah. Um, well, I really like Britney Spears. I think she's a great artist. I really like Lady Gaga as well. I love the, I just, yeah, I just, I just like love like the creativity and it's just like she's like an artist to me. So, I just go, yeah, like she's cool. But uh, I also think, like, my main inspiration, I guess this is, like, from, like, when I was mostly, like, a kid, like, you know, going through my depressive stage. But that would be, like, Evanescence, the rock band. And the singer, Amy Lee, um, yeah. she is my favourite artist of all time. And I don't think that anybody will be, like, above her, you know, ever. Right. And... I think, um, I mean, she, like, she, like, growing up, like, she's inspired, like, wanting to do music for me, you know, like, like, she's the reason why. And I think, like, that, that music is also what just, like, kept me going, you know, because, like, that's the way that, like, I coped and stuff, you know, and I, I know a lot of people just, like, 
they deal with things not in a healthy way but like music for me was like my way um I just like would isolate myself and listen to it but she inspired me with like um songwriting she inspired me with um like wanting to like learn piano as well right I did piano for a little bit as well um I still do I still actually have play a little bit but like not as much but um and um I think like you know you hear like never meet your heroes and stuff because they might be like shit and stuff I've never met her I've seen her live but um she's you know I think like it's cool it's cool when you like realize like uh you know like the person that you idolize is not an asshole you know because she's actually you know used her voice which is you know a song use your voice like she's like used her voice before to like even just um like she's shown her support for like you know the queer lgbt plus community as well right and she seems to be like on the right side of like what you want you know like the black lives matter she's like she was for that as well um um, she doesn't like speak politically like much and I wouldn't say I do that much either like online and everything but um you know she's yeah like it made me like her even more you know right I will say like two things to what you said a my two probably like biggest vocal inspirations are Gaga and Christina Aguilera so like yes. I, I totally get that and like yes. To Love the Evan- yeah, to the Evanescence to the Evanescence point, "My Immortal" is one of my favorite songs to yeah. do as a ballad. Yeah, it's it's really great. It's really really great. I love uh, like you like you ask me any song of theirs, like I'll know it. Like yeah, even even if it's like an outtake or something like that. Like that's how, like how much of a fan I am Word. of that band. So yeah. I mean, I like listening to albums as well. So, like, listening I to am, albums. Yeah, I am very much the albums person myself. Like, yeah. Probably is, speaking of Gaga, one of my favorite songs of hers is Donatella, which was an AOM. Yeah, yeah, I love I love that song. Um, yeah. I think I think my favorite song from the Art Pop album is Swine. Actually, um, that's. That's one of my i I've covered that song a lot. I love that one too. Like it's it's so great. I I like love it. It speaks to me. That song is just I don't know. Well, it's it speaks great. it speaks to me even more because I understand like the um subject matter as someone who's been sexually assaulted twice before. It's like putting myself into that song like. And just like doing, I, on like the instrumental part where like I do stuff, I do like ad libs there where I just like say stuff into swine, and I love doing that. That's hot. I love that. Yeah, it's such it's it just goes hard, and yeah, um, I do know of the subject matter, like and like why, like what it is. Yeah, and also like I guess replay as well from Chromatica. Right is kind of similar which i guess is another favorite is actually my favorite from that album so yeah 
right. So, did you receive much backlash when releasing music being that you are effeminate? Not really. I don't think so. Like, um, I think, yeah, I I don't think I received much backlash, actually. I think, like, the, the backlash that you may get i i guess is generally from people that you don't know you know like if i if i post something on instagram like generally like they are people that know me um for the most part or or like you know i know them as well but even if not like some people have found me through instagram um and like my music and stuff um and but if i post on tiktok it's a bit different. I feel like that is a whole different world. And I have like posting stuff, you know, posting like little like clips from videos and also I guess like live performances. Cause like when I do, when I perform live, like I sing like, and I dance and stuff and you know, like that's fun. Um, kind of similar to like the videos, you know, like I want to kind of, bring that alive but um yeah like I've I've had some love and I've also had like the opposite of that and it's just it's it's interesting (laughs) no I'm of course I know like as you said they haters get blocked probably the worst thing that somebody told me and I did remember this so I posted like a cover version of the song I touch myself and like somebody literally wrote it's a good thing that you do because nobody else will and like Hmm. is one of those things where i'm like delete yeah i i think i mean i think for me like um on tiktok um i think when i noticed i may have got something that was like hateful a lot of the time, like, I just, like, did delete it. It didn't necessarily, like, hurt my feelings. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of, like, I, I did delete it because I feel like when you, like, some some people like having hate comments on their, like, on their videos or whatever. Well, because, like... <laughs> so, like Well... So, like, I, I have heard, like, you know, people making reply videos to comments and they're like, yeah. you know what, Dal's like, you know, um, I don't care that you're, like, commenting this, really, because what you're actually doing is you're actually just giving me more attention. And that's what I want. Like, you're actually helping the algorithm, I guess, or something like, because the more you comment, the more it's going to show other people. But to me, like, I think if you allow those comments to be on you advertise yourself more for hate and then i just don't like i want to be like um like on my pages and stuff like i want it to be like more positive and and everything and um not hateful so like you know obviously if anything's like you know, directly hateful about, about anyone, like, or even just like about the LGBT plus like community in general, obviously that is removed. Um, 
but like you know because it's it's just like you know i want people to obviously feel comfortable as well but i mean if people if people for example like said like i don't like your song like it's not my favorite song i'll go cool like that's fine you know um like that's different but um to be hateful i feel like it allows hate so when i remove those i feel like more positivity comes in and i i totally agree with that like i get what you're saying yeah somebody literally on this podcast said that and it's like to me i'm like i just i couldn't do that like yeah because i agree the way that you do where it's like you're inviting more hate when you leave yeah. it up well it's not yeah and it's not even sometimes like necessarily like hate necessarily like a lot of the time it's just like people just trolling like they just like like to do it they just feel like they're they're joking but sometimes like i can go i can go on a on a tiktok page right and you can see somebody singing and sometimes when i open those comments i don't know what to expect and sometimes you see oh like you're doing really well like you're growing like um you're improving so much and you see all of those comments and right. you go oh okay so you know that um, but sometimes you can see a similar video and somebody they're saying like, oh, this is shit. Like, right. Stop singing. Like, you know, put the mic down, put this on mute or whatever, you know? And when you get one comment, then, then more people feel like, okay, I feel like this is acceptable because people will generally follow. So right. at least what I, what I've come to, you know, got it. Okay. I, I'm just gonna say this next question, and oh. you kind of you kind of already answered it. Okay. <laughs> I assume it's basically like if you could work with one musician, who who would it be? And your answer would probably be Amy Lee, right? Uh, yeah, maybe it would. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I would want to do a ballad, but I feel like that Good. is so like so far, like just that is definitely like going like walls like just all the way there you know like right. i i feel like there's like a lot of i like collaboration and um i feel like there's like it, it would be cool to like work with a few different artists um that are even like smaller you know i think that's always fun um because there's even like a lot of uh, like um artists here like right. that i know of that I'm like, like, you make some dope stuff. Like, I really like it. And, um, you know, not that, like, we've had a conversation of, hey, we should do a song together. But I just, I do think sometimes, like, it would it would be cool. But, um, right. who knows? If you ever want to feature a bitch, call me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Cute. Well, yeah. I'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. So... How involved are you in the production slash engineering of your music? Um, well, I, I can do production a little bit. Um, and, and I have, like, I, I have, like, written songs where it's just, like, where I do, like, all the, all the stuff. Um, but I haven't put those out because I don't necessarily think I'm, like, the best producer ever like i don't think i'm bad but i don't think i'm like amazing and i don't do it often so like with like production and stuff like i kind of just like trusted other people to do that 
Because, right. I mean, to me, I was like, look, I, I was like, I think I, like, I want to do this, like, properly. Like, I want to, if I want to, like, make music, like, to me, like, I was like, I want to do it well. And I feel like to do it well, like, I will work with other songwriters as well and say, well, this is what I want. This is my ideas. Like, this is how I want it to sound. So I definitely have, like, full control over everything. But, like, I, w- I want other people's opinions because then I just feel like, you're wearing too many hats because to me like all the costumes and stuff like everything that I wear like I do all that you know even for like the dancing the dancing the dancers you know um and like I I guess like um I know a lot of people take pride a lot of pride in like doing things themselves um but I I do kind of have like the opinion of like you know just because I can doesn't mean I should you know um I think it's nice to work with people and and even with choreography you know yeah. in those in those videos that I do um I didn't choreograph it and like it's credited like who does you know like I yeah. credit everybody um um but I mean like as part of my job like as like what I do besides music like I'm a dance teacher so like I do choreograph as my job but I didn't choreograph I didn't choreograph like for um my stuff because I want somebody else's vision you know because there's things that I wouldn't have done that other people do right and I like it and it's it's interesting well I would say like to that point of you like making a beat yourself versus like having somebody else make it Mm -hmm. when i make beats myself they're very minimalist Mm -hmm. whereas like i will keep the same like repeating sound but i will be able to like as a songwriter build a song around that yeah but if i were to hand it to somebody else it may sound more like a top 40 track than like i would do myself but i also kind of love what i do yeah i love that i mean i think if you're like everybody like makes stuff like differently and i guess like people um i i guess like view themselves in like different ways some people like like doing the production and the songwriting and that's what they're really into but i mean for me like um you know i i guess like i've heard like the term like are you like a singer or like is are they a singer slash songwriter kind of person or are they like a performer? And um, I definitely like aim for the performer kind of section, like area. Um, like I like making songs and like writing songs and, and stuff, you know, but um, I guess like I think about the performance more than like, um, I don't know, a, a lot of a lot of the time, you know, like I think about, I want like would I be want would I want to dance to this like how would I envision this like visually stuff like that you know right well I will say okay to your album I would say I don't know if you know who this artist is but when I was like listening to some of your stuff because obviously I listened to it because I like it but today you coming on I specifically wanted to listen to it today yeah. And like I very much get 
from some of your music very much years and years vibes yeah i've i have heard that before somebody has like i i haven't listened to um many of their songs but yeah um some like somebody has said that to me before and i was like cool like because because i was listening to it it's not a bad thing no i love yours and yours like i was yeah. listening to it and i'm like i listen to some of your songs and i'm like their album Paulo Santo is definitely like one where I'm like I heard some of your songs. I'm like, this sounds like it could literally just be on that album. Like, <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't like. I like. I like when people kind of um, uh, like you know tell me like what they think of like how things kind of sound to them because like people have different like answers. Like I, some people have like brought up like other artists before to me and i was like yeah love that like yeah. that's cool sometimes i'm like maybe i don't necessarily like see it fully but i'm like like that's that's cool too um and but I'm, I, I mean like i'm also somebody that is like you know to to my friends and family and stuff i'm like what do you think like who how, how do you think i like sounds like like um right what other artists do you think like I am similar to maybe uh, like, I don't know, rank my songs from best to worst. Like I'm that kind of person, you know, Yeah. <laughs> I just want, I just want people's opinions. And I, I like when people are honest with me um, and I like when um, as well. And I like when, um, I don't know. Yeah. People, I like when people like my stuff as well. That's that always makes my day. And that actually is why I like it, you know, Work. why I like to make music. Okay. So that was okay. probably like a lot of a ramble. Just, just no, 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 no. <laughs> You're good. Believe me. I ramble a lot. If, if you go and like, after this, look at some of my interviews, there are sometimes like, I don't know, maybe it's cause I'm like judgmental of myself, but there are sometimes I'll skip parts where I'm talking. Cause I want to be like, bitch, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> but we are all critical of ourselves like that. Like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Definitely talking. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have ambitions of being signed to a major label or do you like being an independent artist? Um, I mean, I think it would be cool, you know, if it was like signed or something. Um, I, I like, I like the independence, I guess, but then also sometimes I'm like, it might slow me down a bit, which is fine, I guess. But sometimes I'm like, I want to like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, even before like the first album came out, I was like. I'm ready to make part two, you know, like I want to do that, but then I didn't, I didn't, but then like I've started making songs in that direction, like to do that. And I kind of do it slowly. Um, but like, I feel like if I, you know, if it was like with a label or something like, yeah, sure. It can like, I could do do one this year maybe, you know, but um like I probably like I've like jotted so many things down. I'm like I think I kind of like know like what I want to do, but like to make like an album, which I mean like I like making albums. Um, I mean I know Beyonce said people don't make albums anymore, but I mean I do. Um, 
like I kind of just like to piece together like the story. No. I guess. Yes. Yes. You know, so. I that's one thing I do not like about the quote unquote singles culture that we're mm-hmm. in right now. It's something that like I can't stand. I also can't stand and maybe because the I'm older thinking this way. I hate the whole like tracks have to be like two minutes and 30 seconds, two minutes and 50 seconds. Like I do not like that. I'm someone who's like, I have an attention span. Give me a fucking three and a half minute track. Like I can listen to it. Yeah. I don't, I I don't know why people aren't doing it, but like. True. I think some, some of my songs are shorter, but I definitely never wanted to go. Like, I think, I think the, the, um, shortest runtime of my songs is about like two minutes 40 ish. Yeah. But except the first track, but like, I see that as just like an intro track. That's not like a, supposed to like, I don't know, be like a proper song. Like, I guess it's just like an intro to me. Um, sets the, sets the vibe, but, um, yeah i i like i like longer songs too like i i like a good thing breakdown like a long intro like just just like you know like five minute tracks like are cool like i i think you know you can make like two minute tracks and it can feel long but like a five minute track can feel quick and short um so i don't know I think um, like and yes with this whole singles thing I, I'm I'm not a fan of it. I think to me like if I'm going to release a single um I want like kind of like a back catalog ready to go. So I think the next time that I ever put out a single it, like there should be an expectation. I mean this is the expectation that I put on myself but really like I think I I would want people to kind of expect oh there's more coming now, you know. Right. Like, like um, we're in this new era sort of thing. Like we're, we're gearing up for, for a, like a new album perhaps, you know? Um, right. That's kind of like how I see it because um, yeah. And it doesn't necessarily mean like I'm going to, it's going to be like a single here and then like album, like maybe like weeks or like months later, like, I don't know, maybe I would space it out a bit, but like those songs would be, on the album, at least to me. Well, I don't like I mean you did that with this album. Like yeah. you did I do it confident and like I don't know at which point in 2021, but it was in 2021 and you didn't release the album until the following year. So like Yeah. I do it confident was September of twenty twenty one and then Dangerous I put out um January. Yeah. So it was probably like four-ish months after. And then I put out the song Break In, which was the third song, the ballad, in August, just before the um album. But but then again, like even when I had confident release, like I had most of the songs done. Actually, I think I had all of the songs written and pretty much produced. It was just like I needed to like record it and like like record it properly yeah Um, because i had like these like shit demos i guess and just like um like just like 
um, make it make it nice, you know. And I, I actually, I think maybe even like probably a little bit. Maybe I was like adding some stuff, like writing some stuff a little right. bit here and there. But it was pretty much all done. So, um, like I like I was like I was ready to go. Like to to me, like you know, I yeah, right. So, in order to see receive more notoriety, would you ever go on a singing competition show in either like Australia, the UK, or the US? Um, maybe I don't know. Like, I kind of um, I have seen some people that I do know or do know of that have gone on like those kind of shows um and some do well i think and and some actually yeah no no some 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 did well but i think most didn't go that far um and i mean like i i don't i don't know like i think like for me um like with with those shows, like I think uh, you know, obviously they focus a lot on your voice, and I don't think I'm, I don't think I have a bad voice, like at all, you know. But I also just kind of like, like I think my voice is okay, you know. Like I don't think I'm like like Whitney Houston or anything, Mariah Carey, you know, right. those amazing people. But I mean, like, like that's why, like, I think I view myself as a a, a performer, and I don't know how that would translate on like those shows but right. maybe like I, I would consider it I've auditioned for the voice before and but I, I haven't been on tv though yeah. um so I mean I get it you're talking to someone who's auditioned for American Idol and did not make it on tv so like yeah so I totally get it yeah like I I think like with the voice it was like an online online thing yeah, and I I hate doing things online as well. <laughs> like I I I I don't know. Like when they're like, if they're like, oh, do a recording of like you singing. Like it's just I oh I I struggle to find the time. You know. Well, see, I get that, and like when I did so, actually, I said this. Like I auditioned once for Idol in person, and then like I did one online audition, and it's like. I didn't like make a video specifically for that. I took one of the videos I already like uploaded to YouTube and I just like gave them that. Like, yeah. Which honestly, like, I think the more that I would start, like, you know, doing, I guess, then that would make that would be easier. Um, yeah. But I, I don't really like do much, like, oh, uh, you know, I'm going to sit in front of a camera and sing. I guess also because it's like, you know, I like things to be like a, I don't know, a little bit of a perfectionist, I guess, in a, in a certain ways with that. Like I, I feel like when you are doing like singing live on camera, it's a bit different to singing live in person, um, because you, you feel the energy a bit different, and like I mean, like I do sing live, like of course, um. But like you know, it's a different vibe, you know. Um, 
but online is there's there's more room for uh for for errors small errors to be picked up so right i mean i get that i did it yeah i do them and it's like but my thing is, like, you're talking about being a perfectionist. I'm someone where it's like, if I can't do it in one, two takes, I only give myself two takes. And I'm like, that's it. Like, from that, that's what you're posting. And, like, that's kind that's of good. Yeah, that's good, that's good. You know, like, I um, I like that, actually. Because, um, I mean, I have to, like, send things to uh, – um, whatever, like, so I guess like audition kind of stuff sometimes, you know? Yeah. Um, and they'll be like, oh, you need to do a song. So I'll do it for that and stuff. But um, I don't know. Maybe I, maybe I should, but I don't really like doing much like, hey, I'm going to like sing a cover of of this and put it on YouTube or TikTok or, or anything. Well see, well, see, the secret is like, at least for me, like when I do it, I do it like in a set, meaning like, mm. And then, like, because my phone is weird and won't let me put up, like, long-form videos, I, like, break them down from there. But, like, I'll do four and five songs at once. And, like, so it feels more like a live experience versus, like, I'm just going to sing this one song. Yeah. I never do that. Yeah. No, that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So which do you love more, singing or dancing? Um, I've done, I think I've danced more, like danced longer. Yeah. Um, like in my life, but I think like with, with singing it's and like music, it's like more of a release with like like emotionally and I feel like that's more of a way to express um they're both different <laughs> it's a really hard one because like, yeah. yeah music I feel like you can express more like from your heart and like when like you know when I make music I like every single song is like from my heart you know like I actually right. like it's fun like you know like a lot of the songs but like a lot of the time like you know it's like um like, like I am wanting to tell a story of, of some sort, whether people understand it necessarily or not. But, um, yeah, I think, like, with dancing, it really, it, it, it depends. I love dancing too, but it's a different feeling. I feel like if, right. if I'm feeling emotional, I don't, maybe dancing is not, like, what I love to do necessarily that much to put I, that out there. I yeah, think I that's more music. That. I think I think if I'm feeling like hot and I'm feeling like, you know, like um like confident and stuff, then like dancing is definitely like something that I like to do, maybe. Right. But um yeah, it, it depends. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't have an answer for that. It's hard. It's no. hard to because it's so well, different. Well, you well you think that's the hard question? That's not the hard question. That's coming at the end. Um. Okay. So, 
who would be your dream producer to work with? Oh, um, well, you know what? I think I found them already, to be honest, <laughs> because I, well, with the producers that I work, work with, um, I also like do the songwriting right. and they are um, M squared. So, cause they're both named Michael. So, um, yeah. so it's Michael Paintner and Michael um, De Lorenzis and um, they are an amazing duo and I wrote um, Alien and Agile Confident and Rose Colored Glasses with them and they produced those. And then with the other tracks, um, um, the rest of them, um, I worked with a songwriting producer, Oliver Rio, and then I brought those tracks to M Squared and then they kind of like added their like things as well. Like the tracks were like, they, they right. sound similar, but like they, um, like if I show you, like if I was to like play a demo of Dangerous, it sounds different even production wise than the, it does now. So, right. um, and I liked, I liked working with all three of them, but if I'm to pick like some, like, um, you know, someone I haven't worked with, I think like Max Martin is like a producer that is like the producer in, right. like, you know, he's done like everything. And I, I think like as a producer, he is someone that I'm like, okay, like I can look up to him um, in that way. Cause even like with his songwriting, I find really interesting. And so I've kind of looked into him a little bit like with those, with like, I guess, like how he is. Um, so maybe that one, but I really like the people that I like work right. with now. And I'm not sure if I would even like change it, you know? Well, see, you say that and I'm going to bring up a name. I've never, I've never like asked a guest this question. So I'm going to answer this question. Mine would probably be speaking of Gaga. Mine would probably be D DJ White Shadow. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. Like, I just love the way that he does stuff. And, like, I feel like all the songs he's done for her, he's done, like, a great job. And he isn't, like, one of the producers that everyone used. Like, hmm. what I liked about Art Pop was that Art Pop came out in an era where Will I Am pretty much was a producer on every single artist, like, music. And Gaga yeah. only did one song with him. And... He was like, he could like barely tell he was on it. I'm like, thank God. Because yeah. spe speaking of Britney, I think he's the reason that like Britney Jean is like one of her like most generic sounding albums ever. Yeah, I think he was somewhat a part of Femme Fatale. And yeah. I actually really like that album. Like that is a but, dope no, album. Femme Fatale is my favorite album of hers. Like, Oh yeah, it's really great. But yeah, Britney Jean. Um, I mean, I like some of the songs in there. Actually, I yeah. love some of the songs in there. And but there are some songs I just there's a whole controversy with that album that I have like deep dived into before, and I was like, it was quite interesting. But um, yeah, I think we just it's definitely not the best. It's definitely her worst album. Definitely. Yeah. 
with one of the worst songs on that, in, in my opinion, and I think in a lot of other people's opinion. One Which of her song was is that? Chilling With You. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and was she even there for it? I don't know. <laughs> well, it was just... It was supposed to be like this great song. She's working with her sister, and the song was complete shit. Like, yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was definitely my least. Favorite. It's definitely a skip. Um, but some of the, yeah. some of the songs on that album, I'm like, yeah, like I actually like it. I think I think I've listened to Britney Jean like quite a lot because to me that album. As generic and everything as it is, it's a really fascinating album when you get into like all the behind the scenes stuff and and obviously like the way that Britney was like, unfortunately, you know, just like and, and what was going on around that time. It's, it's it's a really interesting piece of history. Yeah, I mean, I will say this, like overall, it's a good album to like work out to that I will agree with, like. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like an album that I would go back, well, go back to all the time. No, are there songs that I would go back to? Of course, like yeah. probably one of my favorite songs of hers on there, which is "Tick Tick Boom." I just I do like that one. Yeah, yeah. Tick Tick Boom. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Ti verse, but like I do love yeah. "Till It's Gone" as well. Um, yeah. That's a really good one. But I think "Work Bitch" is the the best one i mean to me like well, I like that's, well that's why she shows it as the yeah it shows it as like the only single that like had any impact on that album yeah the other one was perfume perfume yeah nice song i guess but i don't know like sia like um wrote on that one as well and yeah. i really like sia as a as a songwriter as well so yeah, but, but I mean, I guess around that time, Sia was doing writing for everybody. So. Yeah. But so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, well, okay. So, how has your dating life been before and after releasing music? Um. Okay. Well, see, I've only had one boyfriend and we kind of like we were on and then we we're off and then we we're on again and then we we're off and then that was it um so yeah I, I don't know it, it was my first relationship was okay I guess you know I'm, I'm actually still like I didn't I didn't talk to him for a while because like I guess like the reason why like we broke up was like not for the greatest reason it, we didn't really like end like that great but um we're friends now I guess you know like we still you know chat here and there I guess but not yeah. um not that we would ever like get back together or anything like that but um because I'm definitely past that and I think he is too actually but I think like we learned a lot. Um, so and I think like from your first relationship with somebody, you can like learn a lot about yourself and like what you want. Um, and even like for him, I think maybe he did as well, but like we were like quite young. So, you know, 
but cute. Um, and I think like after, I think, I think, I think some people think like what I do is cool, I guess. Like some people like show me like playing me their songs and stuff, which I find really sweet and it's really nice. Um, but I don't really like date anyone. Um, well, I'm not really like dating anyone, I guess, like properly. I think I would like to. Yeah. You know, I think I'm I think I'm kind of like at that point. Like I think for a while I wasn't, but I think, you know, now I'm kind of like maybe. Although I do change my mind all the time. But like, you know, you ask me on a different day, I'd probably I'd be like, absolutely not. But um I think I, I think I am ready for like a relationship of some some sort. And right. Um, uh, like I, I don't know I struggle I like sometimes it's like I date them but like I don't end up keeping them you know right well, and not always that... like because, because I'm like Ugh, see you later like yeah uh, I don't know just sometimes it's like because it doesn't work or they're like oh I'm not I'm they're like I'm not ready and I'm like oh but I am so I don't know well as someone you said on your first relationship your first relationship sounded like it ended kind of good. My first relationship ended abruptly because what ended up happening. So my first ex is trans, mm -hmm. but like they were transitioning in my apartment. We were living together and like they were lying to me about it. So right. like, when it ended, it was literally just, I got a note with a key in the door, basically like saying all of this stuff about the relationship. We had been together a year. Mm. And, but like the signs of things going bad were like seven months in when like sex was completely off the table. Interesting. Yeah. And like, there's at one point they were in the apartment and like, I was messaging with some guy on Grinder, like, and I basically went to them and said, like, I need you to leave because I want someone to come and fuck me. Like, interesting. And okay. that's when I started knowing, like, this is not good. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, yeah. Would you have stayed if this person was honest? Like, about um. Maybe, I, know that's a hard, I know that's a hard like topic you know now i probably would be more open to it back then i wasn't because i was yeah. like because i guess it's like you live and you learn more stuff where it's like yeah. where it's like i i like see the signs where like they were starting to do drag and it was like, well, I was fine with that. I do drag myself. It's like literally the first time they were in drag, they used one of my wigs. So like I was fine with it, but it's like the whole thing about like all of a sudden, I guess if there had been honesty, yeah, I would have been like, we could discuss this, but it's like, with you lying to me because i had asked like it's not like 
I was like, are you thinking about transitioning? Do you feel you need to transition? Like, hmm. but I'd also said before that, like, if you were to transition, we would break up. So like, that was me being a little but, bit more like closed minded. Yeah. But also like, I think that is, I don't know. I mean, I think to me, like, I think, um, you know, some people are like, you know what, if, if somebody transitions, like, like as their partner, like they can handle that. And like, they're like, in, in a way where it's like, they would still date them. But I know some people are just kind of like, oh, look, I fully support it. I fully support you doing this. But I just don't think like, it would be us dating anymore. But I'll support you. So, and like, I guess it'll be like a like a friends thing. I guess, I guess almost like, I don't know, like, like when when there's like a straight relationship, but like one of them is gay and hasn't like come to terms with that. Yeah. Like, obviously, like you probably break up or, or whatever, but you would hope that that partner that you were with. Um, is supportive, you know, like, I right. Well, I will say like, honestly, to the point of dating. So just a little thing about me, I've mostly dated and dated black guys. So like, so that, that trans ex was black. I literally broke up with them and I dated a white guy for a month, like mm-hmm. immediately right after worst fucking mistake I ever made. maybe i'm maybe i'm a bit similar because like i kind of was like i don't really have a type but my ex um was like southeast asian so like um you know like a like a brown boy you know which um i and like dating people like i've like dated like you know dated i guess just you know not really um properly but like officially i guess but you know like i've you know talked i'm gonna translate this for the audience they've only fucked um (laughs) no (laughs) No, i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm I'm a nice (laughs) um i am not (laughs) (laughs) like i've like dated people like of many different like cultures and like backgrounds and stuff and honestly like i love that because like i don't want to date like somebody that is exactly like me or even like looks like me you know what i mean like um i guess i like i guess like i like opposites and so if they look different if they just are different than like i like that and it's not necessarily like a specific like everybody fits in the same way but no i say that work amazing awesome interracial dating is the way of the future i am tired of all these white people just ending up with white people y'all need to stop (laughs) Um. but i'm not i'm not against like dating like white people though like i'm i definitely am not like but i I do find that I yeah, I definitely have like connected more with non-white people, I guess. Like but I don't know. Who knows what the future is? We'll see. Exactly. So 
What is one thing that you wish more people knew about you? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, um, I, I mean, I guess like, I don't really like put a lot of, um, what I think and stuff out there online, but I think like the people closest to me know how I think, what I feel. And, um, the people closest to me now, I think like I'm a lot more honest and open than I was even like a few years ago, because, you know, like some of my closest friends, you know, they've been there with me, like through the like hardest of times. Um, I, uh, I have no idea because I also, but part of me is also like, I kind of like when people don't know much about me, <laughs> like the whole mis mystique of it all, but like, um, but I don't know. I, I guess just like, um, I mean, I would hope people think I'm like nice and, um, kind and, um, I guess also just, you know, everything, like things, like what I'm doing, like what I'm putting out, like, I, I like, like I'm working hard to do it. Like I'm right. like, putting a lot of my, like effort. I'm like giving, I'm pretty much like giving everything to do it, you know, like, um, and every song that like I've made, I guess is, you know, like, it's not just like to, to me like it's not just like generic songs just you know that you know anyone can 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 do like to me like it's like you know from my heart you know right there's always yeah. a reason there's always a reason there's always a reason behind yeah. and I think like as well like when when I feel like I'm ready to I guess open about things like I'll probably do it in music right and to your point of you wanting to not have people not know some things about you, I very much like. I mean, I don't mind doing this. As I say with every guest, I d I d I like d drag in front of every guest, like just so like we can talk. But it's like I like the anonymity of me being able to put all this on, and if I took all this off, you might not be able to recognize me, and that's in some ways where I get to like live a day-to-day -day life. Mm. I mean, that is, I like that. That, that is yeah. totally bad. Is like, yeah, I, um, I mean, cause to me, like I think of myself as like a private person, you know, like I, I don't go online and like tell about my whole things. Like I, like I don't go online and like do this like trend of like trauma dumping. I guess, which not necessarily that like is, is a bad thing, but yeah. that's just, that's just not me. You know, like I, I'm not really one to just be like, you know what, when I was, I, I guess like with some things it's like, I, I could talk about it, but like, you know, like being bullied as a kid and stuff and like being like depressed where it was like essentially like suicidal, you know, like yeah. that kind of stuff. Like I don't really like go and like, get really in there and like talk about it and I mean a lot of the time like 
I I don't necessarily even like want to, you know. Um, but I mean, like to me, like it's it, like I put experiences and stuff in music, and I think other people will, I guess, some some in some ways be able to relate, even though I'm not directly saying, you know exactly in the lyrics but it's definitely there you know well see that's how we as musicians do things but in terms of me like opening up i have more since i've started interviewing people but that's honestly because i want to tell people about my story so in some ways they can trust me yeah well I think it actually helps because when you say something, like when you tell a little bit of a story, then I yeah. kind of go, okay, now I'll actually like give a little bit more, you know, maybe yeah. because it just, it just, I don't know. I like, you know, I, I like to have a conversation and I, and if when I'm like with friends and stuff, even if they're not telling me stuff, then I won't really tell them stuff, you know? I guess, like, specifically about, like, you know, personal stuff. Right. It's probably because, I will say this, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, I think this is a fair assessment. You're probably a little bit of an introverted person, right? Yeah, definitely. Well, that's, that's I am too, and it's like, yeah, when I'm around, like, when I have a guest that's an extrovert, like, my friend Phoenix is, he's like, he's been on this podcast twice and he's like, he forces me like out of my shell when I'm interviewing him. So it's like, I can be a little bit more extroverted, but I'm very much an introverted person myself. I'm not the person who's like the life of the party all the time. I'm the one who's like, who's like, I will dress this fabulously, go out and like, I'll be quiet, but it's like, when you come up to me, I'll talk to you, but like, yeah, but I mean, coming up, like I've, I never come up to people like ever, like I never, like actually I've started to do it more. Like I might just be like, Hey, like I like your shirt or whatever, you know, just yeah. like whatever it is. Like I've started doing that more just because I'm like, I, who cares now? But I used to never be able to do that. And I don't do it that much, but um, I feel like I need to like, feel like being the right headspace for that right um like um but I, I mean especially with like if it comes back to dating i'm usually not the one to message first so yeah yeah like that kind of stuff you know and yeah i guess i guess like with what you're saying like just you can present yourself in a certain way, but you're quiet. Like I definitely relate to that as well. Well, the thing is, as I tell people as a drag queen, I don't have to talk to people. Usually most of the time when you dress, like when you're all done up, people just want to talk to you. So it's like, I don't ever have to start conversations. Usually most of the time people will start conversations with me and I find that easier. (laughs) But when you perform, like, like, do do you think that like people like assume that you're extroverted? Um, ooh, because because performing like you are putting yourself on stage, right? And you can look like it's like all eyes on you, you know. 
But the moment that you're off stage, it's different. Yes. I, I totally get what you're saying. I've never thought about it before, but it's like, in fact, I've known people like in like my work life outside of performing. And they're like, when they hear I'm a drag queen, they're like, you? Mm. I'm, like, I'm like, yeah. And they're like, I don't see that. But it's like, that's where I shine. Yeah. That's why, like, all these people who have to, like, be high energy all the time, that is not me. Mm. I would probably be, like, if I had to be that way all the time, at some point I'd want to be, like, fuck, I need to take a nap. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, I think for me, I, I don't know, like, how people would assume. Because, like, I think, like, my you know, videos or performances or whatever, like are quite out there, you know, like they're quite um, there. But, right. you know, if I'm talking to people, I really just, it's different, you know. But in some ways, I would say this, you're a lot more approachable than I am simply because of the fact that you're shorter. <laughs> Sure, maybe. <laughs> like tall people are like are not not approachable, I guess. I don't know if I said that right. But... Okay, let me put it this way. You gotta pro you gotta go up and talk to somebody who's like six foot five. Maybe. I mean I mean then again, like I don't talk to like anybody really. So like really like if if there was a six foot five drag queen and i love drag queens i think like you know with some drag queens they actually are like like where like i kind of draw inspiration a little bit from as well um but like you know like if a drag queen like looks good like i go like sometimes it's like oh i want to like tell them that they look good but like to yeah. like to me drag queens are kind of just like I don't know, these like really cool people. So yeah. I feel like I would be like nervous to like go talk to them because <laughs> they just are like, you know, they're, it's like, I don't know, they're, they're just like cool, you know? Um, and I mean, well, yeah. In some ways, the way you like say it and like, I get this, you're talking about like larger than life in some ways. Yeah, yeah, they are, and it, um, I've I've met drag queens, and I I still kind of like think that way, just because of the whole like way that they present themselves and and like you know do that. It's just, like I've always thought like yeah, like if like when I see them in real life, especially, it's kind of like amazing, you know? Right. Um, like, like I, 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 it's it's different watching it on TV and different watching like seeing it in person. Right. But when when you're in person, um, it's like, oh wow, like they are so cool. They're just the cool. They they are so cool, you know. And I'd love I'd love to go say, say hi and stuff, but like also, yeah. they look busy and they probably don't want to be annoyed or, or something like that. I don't know. No, I will say this to anyone who, if they ever see me, like. Granted, I don't know if I'd ever end up in Australia. If somebody wants to book me in Australia, I'll go ahead and come over. Like, 
I'll find a way to get a passport because I don't have one now. But it's like, I totally would. But I, it's also, I am very much an, an, an approachable person. Like, mm. like, I'm not someone who's like, when people talk to me, I'm like, what do you want? Like, I have done stuff, crazily enough, there was a place, one time that I performed, where like, it didn't have a stage, so like, I was in the middle of performing, and like, somebody just like, walked up to where I was performing, and like, asked to take a picture, and like, <laughs> of course I did it, because like, I'm nice. But it's like my track was playing in the background, and I had to remember da da da. I have going in on this cue, and it's it's like it's difficult. It throws you off, like yeah, it it would. Yeah. Well, I I don't know. Just people can be weird, but like I think drag queens are just are just cool, right? To me, yeah. Like um. I love watching them perform. I, I just think, um, yeah, definitely. Well, okay. I don't know this about Australia. Is it Australia a lot like the UK where like you have a lot of live singers or is it more like the US where like there's a lot of lip singers? Um, I, I have only seen lip syncs. Okay. But I, I have heard that there are people that sing live, but I've never, I've never seen it happen. Um, I've seen like Queens, um, like, okay. So like in, in Melbourne, like I've, I've seen like, um, uh, like, you know, drag Queens, you know, they might like put on like a show or something like, so they, I've seen like a whole like Dua Lipa, um, like mix and they're doing like a few songs yeah. so might be like you know 10-ish minutes or something right of, of like a Dua Lipa mix with like three drag queens and they have like you know a couple of dancers um yeah. and then I've seen like just like you know obviously like just queens by themselves and um I actually went to Brisbane as well and um that was yeah, they had like dances and and stuff. And one of the um, queens from down under was um, was performing that night as well. Yeah. Which was the first time I ever saw a queen from uh, Drag Race down under perform. Yeah. Which was yeah. Yeah. Well, see, as someone who always sings live, in some ways, it's why I'm unbookable. I feel. Okay. There, are a lot, there are a lot of people who don't like I had a club like I performed out once and then I asked to perform again and they're like we don't want you because you sing live uh. and it's and it, I'm like they're like we want more of like a drag show I'm like it's like you say that's not a drag show you go to England like nobody lip syncs like in the UK they're pretty much all sing live. Mm. I don't mind when a queen sings live. Like I think it, it, it can, it can be fun. It can be good. Um, no, because it's like it's like I turn out a show as well. Like, yeah, I know how to do both. Like, yeah, but I don't know. 
So, but I mean, drag, drag is like, drag has been harder to define over the years. Exactly. Um, and so, like, I feel like people can, like, argue. Like, I mean, like, you know, people thought, okay, drag queens, they are men who dress as women. And obviously now we've kind of, that that's kind of changed. With, yes. There's obviously, like, AFAB queens and there's also, like, trans women as drag queens too. Um, so, yeah, it, it's definitely been different. I mean, like, then, like, people, like, you can argue that like Lady Gaga is a drag queen. I mean, right? But, she, but she doesn't really call herself that. So then maybe that she's not, you know. And then even like with me, like I sort of sometimes go, I mean, am I sort of doing drag? But you kind of do, like kind of, yeah. I think I like, I think I tiptoe around it a little bit, you know. But I wouldn't say I'm a drag queen. No, you're not, but you do an element of drag. That's yeah. why, like, when I started out doing drag, I wasn't necessarily, like, a drag queen. I was more, like, a drag, what I call drag alien, meaning, like... Slay, yeah. I just had, like, a different look. I didn't wear, like, lipstick. I didn't wear blush and foundation. Well, I wore foundation, but I didn't wear, like, concealer and blush like I do now. So it was, like... Yeah. it's like eventually I just like morphed into it cause you just you find out stuff about yourself and you find out like what you're willing to do and like yeah. what you like yeah I mean I definitely like feel yeah I, I mean you, you know like I like have like costumes that I continually like kind of get or even like you know piece together things and I'm I'm like it's kind of draggy but you know I um I like that I like I, I do like it because drag is cool drag is good yeah um and um but yeah but yeah it's definitely like a a confusing confusing um Thing. I just really think like if if you call yourself a drag queen and like you're doing like drag in a particular way then sure you're a drag queen but um I don't know like it's interesting it's an interesting it's an interesting thing because it's changed definitely even just like over the last few years definitely in, as like a mainstream as like a mainstream thing like even just with the whole like like with people's identity and stuff, you know? Right. And gender, gender expression. Yeah. It's, um, it's cool. I like it. It's definitely, yeah. Right. So my final question. Okay. <laughs> What's the biggest misconception about you? Um, I don't, I don't know. What do you think about me? Like, cause maybe. <laughs> well, okay. I will say this, like, this is, so when I was in like, so I work at a call center and I was in like training class and like when I um wrote down 
a note like after you responded back to me i like wrote down a note on my whiteboard like do research on callum hawthorne and like somebody next to me was like like who's that i'm like that's somebody i'm gonna have on my podcast and they're like i said i might just look them up and they thought you were trans okay like because you have like a little bit of a higher voice yeah and like i did not um and then and they asked that i'm like i don't know i don't think so like yeah okay interesting interesting you know you know that kind of makes sense to me because actually i always get asked about my gender all the time all the time like um and um i think even like at work some like some sometimes people assume either way they will either assume i'm a woman or they assume i'm a man um and i mean you know actually even like the recent this recent week i actually had this like old man i was helping because i just work i work at like office works as well casually yeah um and I was helping him and so it's just like retail thing. Um, and I was helping him and he was just like flirting hardcore. And, you know, he's, he said he had like, you know, he's had like three ex-wives and stuff. So he's like, and he's like, you know, he's like, like definitely like an older gentleman, you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, like have a lovely day and stuff. He was like, oh, I will since, you know, I've, I've met you and, and stuff you know today and I was like sure <laughs> like um I don't know he said he said a few things uh, like so yeah gender identity and and stuff it's it's an it's an interesting topic you know I think at the moment I'm kind of I, I feel like sometimes I'm like maybe in between you know um which I don't really talk much about but who knows what the future is you know We'll right. see. We'll see. I don't know. It's just like, you know, every, like things, I, I, but sometimes with that kind of stuff, I like when people are confused, you know, I never correct people on pronouns. I'm, I'm not that huge on pronouns, I guess. Like I, I have had people call me he, I've had people call me she um, on the same day. And then I have also seen people kind of, I've seen their minds like fuck up a bit, you know? Right. And they're like a bit like confused and they don't know what to say. And I just don't correct them. I just let them, I let them scramble. And that brings me joy. <laughs> so, I yeah. don't know if that makes sense. Like I see, I, I just see people go, Oh, like the, she, he, she, uh, I just let them go. I don't go, oh, it's it's this. Like, I just stand there. Whoa, to, me, that's, okay. to me, that's humorous. I I think, like, um, I don't know if anybody else finds that funny, but I do. Well, see, I will say, in terms of the, like, um, gender thing, mm-hmm. I literally, I'm... I'm interviewing somebody Wednesday who's non-binary and I literally wrote in my notes so I don't fuck up. I wrote the word they so that way like 
I know, like, when I'm introducing them, not to say he, because, like, it's not like I would do it intentionally, because I don't, like, ever want to, like, intentionally misgender somebody, but it's, like, sometimes yeah. you just, like, snap into that. Mm. I think, like, I like the they, them pronouns, I guess. Like, I think it's cool. I mean, I put it in my, like, Instagram bio, um, and that's really all I did. That, like, I, I've never really gone, hey, by the way, this is what it is. Like, um, wait, fuck I you, dude. Like, I really, like, like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, like any pronouns are, are fine, really. I really don't. I really don't mind. I just think as long as people are being respectful, then it's fine. Yeah. Um, then, like, it's all good, you know, to me, yeah. at least. Like, um, I, I think like if people ask me what my pronouns are, then like maybe sure I'll be like, oh yeah, like this or that and blah blah blah, yeah. sure, whatever. Um, but I mean, if if people don't, then that's that's fine as well. So, um, and see, my thing is with my pronouns, even like on my Instagram bio, I have they in there, but I feel like that's just because I do drag. Like, yeah, it's like, but, it's like out of drag. I don't, I don't care. Like, but in, in drag, are you, are you, he still? I, if you say he, I'm not mad. If you say she, I'm not mad. If you say they, I'm not mad. I'm not. Okay. I'm not I think that is, I think that is exactly the same way that I kind of view just day-to-day -day life you know like any like I, I i'm not i'm not mad i think well I because think yeah as i say being like that i am a bigger person like usually i feel like the people who are like go they them and like like non-binary they, they have a tendency to be like a little bit more like average or smaller sized if that makes sense like mm -hmm. Like, I'm a big bitch. Like, if anyone, like, d wants to call me he, it's like, well, yeah, I'm fucking huge. Like, <laughs> but yeah. it's like. But slaying, like, as well. Like, that's, yeah. that's true. I like that. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a complicated, like, thing, especially, like, nowadays. Like, um, there's so much talk about it yeah. just with, with that whole, whole concept. And yeah, actually, yeah, I, I wouldn't have brought it up if you didn't, if I didn't ask, like, what do you think? Because yeah. it honestly didn't cross my mind. But I, that does, it is, yeah, it's interesting. Interesting. Well, I will say, by the way, I said that about that person that I worked with. They didn't ask that, they didn't say that statement. I made it more politically correct. And I had, and I, and I had to like, this is someone I had to like point out to when they say like I'll I'll repeat what they said. Like they literally said those like is that a girl? I'm like, what did you mean by that? Like I know what they were trying to say. Like they were trying to ask if you were trans, but like Yeah. I'm like I'm like I am the person who point out I'm like I'm like you can't ask that question the way you just did. Like So I, I have been asked before by a stranger what are your pronouns and i was like oh you know blah, blah, blah. and then they're like yeah. 
so were you born a boy or a girl? And then I was just like, what do you think? And then they told me. And I was like, interesting. And my friend was kind of like, that's like rude to ask. And I was like, is it? Like, maybe. But I, the, I don't that's... know. Maybe, maybe to me, like, I, I don't find like things like as offensive as other people would. I mean, I, I understand like, like you have to be respectful of people. And if people find that offensive, then like that is their right. And I get that. But I mean, to me, like I don't. So it's just like different for me. Like I'm going to react differently to somebody else. And I think both are valid, you know. But in some ways they're right. That is rude. That's almost like asking like, <laughs> That's almost, well, it's not as bad, but it would be kind of as bad as, like, saying, can I find out? And then, like, they go and try and grab your crotch to figure out. Like, that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that would be crossing the line. But, I mean, again, um, sometimes, I guess, leaving things to the imagination, I guess. Oh, just, like, having the mystique about it, you know? Just, like, because I'm, I'm more private. It's like, hey. I'll uh, I'll let you think whatever you want to think, and you know I'll have a good day, and hope you do too. You know, <laughs> so just right. that kind of vibe. You know, I like I I I know that like people are curious. I I like I kind of um I can I kind of like lean like lean more into it as like I just I just think people are are curious and they're confused. But as I said before, sometimes I just leave them confused. Right. So, which is nice to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Biggest misconception about me is that I'm a bitch. And like, in truth, it's, it's like, it depends on what day you catch me. No, no, I'm kidding. I'm, actually, I'm joking. I'm, I'm actually very nice. Like, <laughs> no, I think, I think so. I think you are you. too, actually. Thank I think you. You're, I never thought that you were a bitch. I thought you would. Really it's, sweet, and actually, you, you you came across as like really like passionate as well, and ambitious, yeah. which is what like I actually really like. So like going through like all your stuff, I was like, I really just like I liked what you were putting out yeah. and like like what you were doing. I just thought it was like really sweet because you know I I guess like especially in the queer community, like things can be a bit toxic sometimes. But I love I love when people spread love, and yeah. um, I I see that that's what you do, and so I really just yeah. like really liked it. So that's why I was like, um, yeah, like you know, after I watched the one video, I, I watched a few few more, and yeah. and not even just you like talking to other people, but even just like your like when you're talking about issues in the world, you know. Yeah. Um, I feel like they need to be spoken about by everybody, you know? And um, cause I think you spoke about like the, like drag bands and the, I think also just like the, um, which also kind of affected like trans people as well. And yeah. so, you know, I, yeah. Well, I think the, the one thing I would say, you say that overall from like hearing me talk, it's the sunglasses that I think throw people off, but in truth, I will say this. 
and the reason I do wear them, I've said it on every interview when I've pointed this out. I don't know how to do eyes, so that's why, like, and, like, as a performer, I've always just worn sunglasses anyway, because it's, like, especially when you're performing someplace where, like, they have, like, spotlights showing up on you, it's just, like, so yeah. much easier. And it also, like, makes me less nervous, because, like, I can't see the audience, so it's, like, I perform full out. Like, clearly knowing that they're there, but, like, I don't see them, so it makes me, like, calmer. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that that's totally a vibe. I mean, like, when I've performed in front of people, though, like, usually, like, on a stage, I can't see the people. You, you Like, you can't see them, whether there's hundreds of people even before or, like, you know, less than. Like, some, like with the lights and stuff, like, you, you, can't, you can't see them, so it makes it feel easier i guess when you can't when you can't see the audience as well but when there's like only a few people i feel like that makes it even more nerve-wracking right to, so actually to... so actually just one more i just thought of one thing yeah. so have when you perform have you like performed in like a lot of like smaller venues or have you performed like in like somewhat like medium size or like bigger well, like, in regards to, like, just music, yeah, um, I've only performed once in one club. And it was a vibe. I liked it. It was a small-ish stage, but, like, I still, like, had dancers with me and stuff and, um, you know, like, outfits and, and, and all of that, you know, pretty much kind of, like... Uh, kind of draggy, you know, um, yeah. I was wearing this like whole, like black kind of like one piece suit that was like textured and, and stuff. And I don't know, it was wow. fun. Um, <laughs> but like, I, I guess like, because like I've performed like all my life as well, like I, um, have done like other shows. So I've also done like children's shows before, like a little bit, like I get hired to do that. Um, and you know, like I've done like, I don't know, like Christmas shows and stuff like you just like, just like little things here and there I've done, like, um, I guess like growing up, you know, like you do, like when you, cause I, I did dancing in my life, like you like perform to, you know, many people doing your dance concert and stuff, you know, yeah. so I have a lot of like performance, um, like um history as well but i mean so the i've, I've worked I, like i've performed to different sizes of an audience but um yeah in terms of like um it was like the the music side like it was just a club and so it was like me, maybe medium sized i would say see that is so as like a performer obviously i've only performed in like smaller places and like one of the things that i was so grateful for as a performer is that i started out actually in like straight bars like very mainstream stuff so it's like i started out at open mic so like yeah i was but and i was one of the people who like when they couldn't get anyone to sign up i was like I'm the person who, like, some people just, like, have their, like, set list of songs, and, like, 
that's all mm-hmm. they were. And like I was the person who I'm like like usually the like set list was like usually three songs. I'm like, I will do five, like keep me on stage. Like I was usually the opener. Like I'm like, keep me on stage, like I'll keep performing so you can get people. Like I yeah. don't care. Hmm. Okay, yeah. That's cool. So, like yeah, like I yeah, I'm not afraid to do a half an hour. Like most drag queens can't do that. Like I'll uh-huh. do half an hour, do 45 minutes. Like I can do it. Yeah, okay. Cause I did like I did like a 40 minute show. Yeah. Last time, which was crazy. And I think in this next show it might be a bit longer. Um which is totally fine, but um yeah, I don't know. See, longer sh- and like in some ways, and you're probably going to do like, well, actually, hmm. there'll be some breaks. There'll be like a break. It'll be like split in half. But like in that, would you like, you'd probably do like the whole album and maybe a few covers, right? Yeah, like I did the whole album and then I think I did a new song. Last time I did a new song, I'm going to do it again as well. And I didn't, so I did a new song where I was like, you know, um, it'll be kind of like, if I, if I ever make, I kind of call it like a collection of songs, you know, like the albums. If I ever make like a new one, um, the song will probably be on it. Um, maybe not necessarily as a single, but like, um, but it probably will be on there, you know, um, which is, and it's a, I really like the song and it's like a, um, you know, when I talk about opening up about things and like when I'm ready, that is definitely a song that like yeah. um, was addressing things more to the point, by like more like, you know, the subject matter, but um, like more dark, I guess. But like also if you don't know about it, then you might not know. Um, so, but yeah, I think this time I'm going to do like, a cover or maybe uh, maybe a couple new songs i actually don't know i'm probably gonna play with the set list still <laughs> i mean it's this week but i've been playing around with it and i was like yeah i think i have it finalized and then i was like i think i'm gonna change it again but we'll see. no because there have been times like i get that there have been times that i'm going in and like day of i'll be like i want to change this out with that and like Mm. you do it because like you never can make a, I feel like you can never make up your mind to like y- you get closer and closer to the actual like date yeah because yeah I, I mean like I was pretty much set to do like this one other song and I'm uh, kind of like considering not doing it anymore like because I'm just kind of like maybe 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 just maybe it's not the time you know maybe Maybe I'll maybe I'll do this idea another time, but maybe not right now, you know. And it's a cover, but it's like kind of like yeah, just I I just thought maybe maybe not right now. Maybe I'll do something else. So then I was like, so then this week I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm gonna do this song actually. So then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna record the backing vocals because I like to have some sort of backing, and I recorded it at like midnight, like over the weekend. And just was like, it's the week of, but 
like less than seven days and I am deciding to, you know, record the backing vocals to do a cover. So, okay. Just, I know I said I already asked my last question, but <laughs> one more. So it's like, so you probably do like a um mix of like live singing and track, right? In your yeah. shows. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Like I'm dancing as well. Yeah. So, um, uh, like, um, I like that support and in my tracks as well, there's generally like layers anyway. Um, so I, so I, I do, I do like to have that. I'm definitely singing live, like, yeah. but I mean, like there's, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like, um, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the tracks are there. The, the tracks are there to, to support. Yeah. And I just feel like it makes it sound better. I mean, to me, like, I mean, again, like that, like I kind of, it's also part of the reason, like, it's like I view myself as a performer. Like if, like, I'd rather like give a good show first. And if I have to use more tracks, like more of the vocal tracks in there to support it, to do it, then I will. But like, I always sing live, so. I mean, I'm not mad. I do. I do the same thing. Like, yeah. Literally, is when I do like performance vids now because I don't do much live performing now. This kind of like takes up my time. So like, but I definitely do like search for karaoke tracks. But it's literally not because like I don't want to sing. A, it's easier to get around like trying to get copyright claimed on your YouTube videos. Mm. And B, they have backing tracks. So, like, I can dance a little, like, just lip sync a certain part and then, like, sing live the rest of the time. And, like, that to me is not cheating. That to me never will be cheating. It's, like, that's how an artist who does, like, dance music, like, electronic music, that's how they should be. Like, Hmm. you shouldn't expect them to sing 100% live, but you shouldn't expect them to 100% lip sync either. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, I have some, like, videos on, like, TikTok, for example. Like, one of my songs, like, I do Confident, um, like, I'm dancing. Like, I'm doing, like, the whole curry break, you know, whatever, yeah. singing into the mic as well. Like, I'm singing, but there are, like, vocals behind that to support. Yeah. But you can still hear me sing live. So, like, yeah, like, even when I'm dancing, like, I'm still, like, singing. Um that's just like one example, but um, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't see it as cheating. I just think it's like, you know, I mean, like if people don't think I'm a good singer, well, like I'm, you know, doing like softer songs where as well, where it's, it's just mostly like, okay, here's more of a showcase of my voice, you know, um, or even like not dancing. Like I don't have the dances on all the time, but I'm just singing. So, um, and and as you said, like I will say this, I like your music. I know you're not the strongest singer, like but as as when I see people on these like singing competition shows going back to that and they go in and they're like, I have a ten out of ten voice. Yeah. And it's like they usually suck because it's like I don't even think 
like I've been singing for years. At best, I'm an eight out of ten. Okay, so, yeah. Sometimes like a nine, depending on the day. But it's like I have never thought of myself as being like a ten out of ten perfection, perfect singer. Yeah. Like, like I know, I know I'm not Beyonce. Like, <laughs> no, that's exactly right. Like, but like you know, um, like I mean, like like I love range, so I can like I have a decent range, I would say. And I think, um, uh, like I, I like to use that. And, um, but I think like just the, the way it is, it's like the, the character in your voice, you know, like I like, I like to do that a bit more, you know, and just, I don't know, like, I'm definitely not shit. Like I'm not shit at all. I'm not like pitchy or like, that kind of stuff, you know, but I mean, like, I just, it's just like, let's have a good time, you know, like, it's all about the art overall, because like, like, I think like I'm a good dancer, I think I'm a good singer, but like, I'll never think that I'm the best, because I never think that I'm better than anyone else, you know, like, I say that as like my harshest critic, but um, like, I like, I would, yeah, I wouldn't say I'm the best singer because, like, I would be like, well, I think, you know, maybe, like, look at Aretha Franklin, look at Beyonce, even, like, So Ha Young, she's, like, amazing. Like, I kind of yeah. go, like, look, like, they're singers, but they don't do, like, a lot of them, like, don't do what I do, you know? Like, yeah. um, like I'm just, like, it's, it's different. It's different art, and it's, it's cool. Well, I, I had somebody, like, tell me in one of these interviews that you have to have, like, a like have some form of delusion when you're a performer i'm like there has to be like a del i say you have to have you can be delusional but you also need to somewhat be realistic like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean yeah okay but yeah i i'm a good singer though like i i, I don't yeah. want i don't want i wouldn't want people to think i'm i'm bad or i think i'm bad i just am comparing myself to the best and I'm kind of just like well look I'm not that but um that's fine that's different you know like I mean people say Britney Spears isn't the best singer and people have kind of compared me to her as well and, and I'm like sweet you know that's that's dope she's cool um I mean some people say she's an awful singer I really don't think she is I think she's amazing um well, okay. This is what I will say about Britney. Is Britney the best singer? No. But that's not entirely her fault. Because sure. going back to Max Martin, Max Martin is the one who created the um the baby voice. The evolutionary baby voice. And it's like if you hear her first album when she like slips out of that baby voice and gets back into the real Britney voice, she's actually good, but she spent so much time trying to perfect that um baby yeah. voice that a lot of times she can't do it, but there was what was it? She was in Vegas. I don't remember what song she was doing, but uh was it um the people keep talking about or something? Yeah. Yeah. Then and they're talking and talking about that one. Yeah. I, I don't really know the words. That's yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't either. But it's like you heard her sing on that song. Like, 
Yeah. If the jury was out, jury should be back in. Like. But then again, like her baby voice is iconic and it's character. And so listening to her, her voice, it's like, I wouldn't change it. Like, I think it is her, that is her voice. And it's what has made her iconic. And um, so, so that character, so the character that she brings, the way that she sings, I really like, I feel like I'm really drawn into it. Um, So, I mean, people's, perception on like what a good singer is, is, is different. Like whether you have the the biggest range or I don't know whether, like, I like to belt a lot, actually. Like I like to do like the belting and stuff. Like, I think that's fun, like singing high, but I also like to sing like with character, I guess. I don't know. It depends. It depends on like what, what you need to bring to the, to the song. And it's also like, I will say, like, just through, like, vocal manipulation, mm. there are times where, like, I will very much, and it's crazy to hear sometimes, I will start a phrase as, like, a Christina vocal, and all of a sudden I will end as a Britney vocal. And it's, like, just how my voice sounds. And it's, like... I think they have similar voices, though. Yeah. I, I don't... Maybe not everybody thinks that, but I think that they do. Um, like... Um, because even when they were young, they kind of sounded similar. Yeah. I just think, yeah, I don't know. Like, obviously Christina doesn't have a baby voice, but I just, I just think they, they, they definitely sit in like a, um, in a same kind of way. And, um, they kind of sing similar, they kind of sing similar, but just, they, they do different things. It's similar, but different, which it's interesting. Right. I don't know, to me, to me at least. I, I just, yeah, I just, um, I think they're both great. Like, I, I I, love them. I love a lot of their songs. Well, I, as I said, like, I dissect, because, like, if you, like, had me go down all the artists that I would go with, I would literally go Britney, Christina, Gaga, Anastasia. Like, I oh. would go down. But you you love Anastasia too? Yeah, I yeah. literally. Yeah, I um I listened to my favorite one of my my favorite song of hers. This, this is how I kind of like got into like knew about her was yeah. the song Everything Burns, which was with Ben Moody, and Ben Moody was oh the yeah guitarist from Evanescence who ended up leaving, but he did the song Everything Burns with her, and that was part of the Fantastic Four soundtrack, and the Fantastic Four soundtrack I love marvel like that is i'm a huge nerd as well marvel is like my thing like i'm obsessed with it like um and also one of my favorite artists from uh that had two songs on that soundtrack um she has an album i listen to that all the time she only has one album and her name's um megan mccauley and I finally found her on Instagram and she, uh, I was like, oh my God, you're amazing. Like, I loved you like so long. Like, I found, yeah. like, found you on Instagram or whatever. And she follows me back. So I was like, yes. Work. <laughs> but, but yeah, Anastasia, Anastasia's cool. I like her. Yeah, actually, like going back to me, the, the video I sent in was my cover of Heavy on My Heart, which is like, mm-hmm. 
I I love that song. But my 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 thing is like she is so great. She is someone that like America like tossed aside so like she made it like big in the UK and Australia. You know, I think she was I think she won the Masked Singer in a, I think it was in Australia season 3 maybe. Yeah. I, th- yeah, I, I think, think she was on so, the yeah. version. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure she was and she won. And, like, obviously, like, when you hear her voice, you're like, well, that's her. Like, there's... Yeah. Who else is... Who else has that voice? I love her cover of Dream On as well. Yes, that is... That is the only version of my I'll favorite listen. song. Of. Yeah. Like, I won't listen to the original. I'll listen to her version. So, you know. Because she has that, like... Cause she does that like belt in Dream On, that, like that high belt mm-hmm. that sounds a thousand times. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Aerosmith. Like, I love Steven Tyler. Her version of that belt is like a thousand times better than his. Like, yeah, I think so. And I love singing that song too, and like trying to get that. And like, I if I if I sing that, I try to compare myself to her, and um, not Aerosmith. But- Stephen Tyler, you know, yeah. like just um, she's she's cool, but yeah, that's I love that song so much, and yeah, that's the only song I that's the only version I'll listen to really. It's the only really real version I like enjoy, you know. Well, hers, there's some songs that like she's well, that was on her um, it's a man's world. Mm-hmm. album where like she it. covered she covered a lot of songs like her version of sweet child of mine is one also that like i'll yeah. listen to all the time like yeah even probably more than like the guns and roses version just because mm. she did <laughs> so good i like her version of like you know um you give love a bad name as well in yes i just oh it's just she has a very like I've I've heard people describe her voice as like metallic. Um, and I'm like, yeah, it's it's real cool. It's real, real cool. Well, it's the thing is like everybody explained when she came out, her voice does not match how she looks, and that's kind of what I like about her. Hmm. I I I love people with different voices. Um uh, I think it's like cool, which I guess is like that character that I was kind of describing a bit. But I love also when like singers they like can sing low or they and they can sing high, like they have you know, they have both going for them, you know. I just think it's like cool, like the versatility of a singer is like yeah. something that's cool. And I feel like, you know, for me. Is something that I value also for myself, you know, to to try to do, to try to do more. I will say I wish I, well, I don't have the, like, highest range, mm-hmm. but, like, I know my strengths, and it's, like, yeah, I never, like, there's some singers who like try and like push too much. Like I know my limit. Yeah. And it's like singers who like try and just like keep going higher and higher and higher and higher. And it's like, 
when you know you don't have it, it's like it's like it's. I feel like saying, "Baby, baby, just stop." You know, you you know you can't hit those notes. What are you trying to do? Like, just no. But sometimes it's, and sometimes it's like you know, maybe you can record it and it sounds great, you know, and it's supported well and it's placed well, and and you're there. But then, so like when you're like live, sometimes it just doesn't work. So you need like maybe yeah. don't. Don't always do that, you know? Adjust the, it. The example I think of is, like, when Demi Lovato did um, fall in line with Christina Aguilera. Oh, uh, yeah, and, yeah. And she was singing live, and her voice, like, cracked when she was up on, like... It was, like, a beat uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's something that she can't do live. Yeah. And it's, yeah. like, I don't fault her for that. It's just, like, you should have known that. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, I think she gave it a go. She gave it a best go. And she was almost there, but she, like, like, it's, it's a, I do like that song. I love that yeah, song. And, I and do Demi's like that song, too. And then he sounds great in that song. But, I mean, yeah, like, I sometimes, like, do, like uh, kind of dodging it a little bit, adjusting it, making it a bit different. Yeah. Sometimes just, um, you know, the best thing to do because I mean if you're singing like constantly constantly like I, I mean I know for myself like, if I sing constantly up there like my voice just starts getting tired and I can feel it so I have to kind of you know go up and down a bit you know have a bit of a break then go back up and then I don't know it's just yeah and I, I imagine when she's doing that in in the set She's she's done quite a few songs before that. So right. Probably, is, I don't know. But I mean, Demi's, Demi's a great singer. No, like one of... Speaking of Demi, one of my favorite songs to do, and I... The ver when I perform this, I have like a pre-recorded version of the rap on this, but it's like... I love doing Kingdom Come, and I, like, pre-recorded the um, Iggy verse, because, like, I knew, like, doing that song, that song is a lot, like, vocally, like, so for me to, like, all of a sudden get, like, three quarters of the way through the song, and then all of a sudden start rapping, I can, I can do it, like, I'm one of those people who, like, I'm, like, when people say, like, what type of music do you do, it's, like, I can sing, I can rap, I can do, like, all sorts of different stuff, I'm not, like, a, like, one one type of artist but it's like even i even i know it's like it's like i might as well have a pre-recorded track there like i just i can't <laughs> yeah yeah i um i mean if it works it it, yeah. it works you know so um right yeah every like all all performers are different i just feel like if you give a good show it, it's good, you know. Um, I mean, I, I imagine that we're not putting on a show like Adele. Um, no, like. <laughs> like, it, it, it is different. And, like, I think when you go see an Adele show, you're like, I'm coming here to hear her sing. Yeah. And I, while I think it's, like, sure, like, I, while I think, like, I could do a show like that maybe, with the right songs and stuff. That's not necessarily the show I want to do, you know. Um, I, 
But when you see a Lady Gaga show, yeah, when you see a Madonna show, you expect something else, right? And if they use a bit of pre-recorded track, like if they were to, are we mad? Not really. No. But if Adele did, like maybe we would be. See, the only time I've done like an Adele type show, it was like one night where I was doing two shows in one night, mm-hmm. and like. At the first show, I was doing um, "Bitch Better Have My Money," and like, I was I was dancing, and I like when I got up, like I pulled a muscle in my back. Oh shit! Okay. So I'm like, so it's like when I got to the second show, I'm like, I'm like I'm doing all ballads tonight, and like in between, they had like this like picnic table out there, and like in between each song, I would like go outside, like lie on the picnic table and just like relax because mm. it's like yeah. i i knew it's like i knew it's like it's like you you pulled a muscle in your back like you should not be trying to like go all out in this second show you need to like calm yourself down yeah and just sing work it's like you could yeah you could do it one day like it's mm. not gonna kill people like I was performing at a night where it was like mostly regulars anyway. Like yeah. I have never been the person who like performs on the weekends when like the tourists are in town. I'm always usually like the person who does stuff during the week on a night when it's regulars, which I kind of like. Do you perform in Miami? Me said no, I actually, since I moved back to South Florida, there yeah. was a time I was performing in West Palm beach, which is like, an hour south of me, but I don't do much performing now. I, like probably okay. within like the last year, I've done two shows. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's alright, I guess. Um, okay. Well, that's because what... I, I am going to the U.S. Um, this year for a bit, and so I might travel around a little bit. Um, well, where are you, where in the U.S. are you going? Um, well, I guess like um, I'm gonna go to New York as well. I think that's kind of like, probably when I start the traveling. Like that's probably where I'll I'll go first. Yeah. And then and then I want to go to L.A., which is good. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned that they're like probably the best places for like queer yeah. people. So I picked the good, good places. I, I'm really excited to like go there and um, I might might see some things in between maybe. I'm not sure. Well, if – well, I will say this. If you end up in Miami, let me know. I'll find like – I typically work weekends now, but I like, like find a way to maybe like just like sneak away for a night. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, because yeah. I mean even if you're performing, maybe I'll – Maybe I'll come see you. Yeah. I think that'd be dope. That would be awesome. I'm somebody like I talked to one of my friends who's like who knows somebody who's like down in Miami. And he was like, if this person could get me if like this if this person could get us gigs down there, like, would you want to do it? I'm like, if I can make it work on my schedule, absolutely. Like mm. I'm not someone to turn down a gig, but it's like most of the time 
I'm busy. I will say this, like, as much as I enjoy doing this, it is a lot of work. Like, yeah. I can, I can, I can imagine. Yeah. But I love getting to meet great people like you. Ah, thank you. That's really sweet. You're welcome. Have you met many of your guests, like, in person? I've met none of my guests in person. Okay. Which is crazy because literally one of my guests lives in, like, the next town over from me. I still haven't met them. Like, <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Do you, is, is, it, is it mostly people from the U.S. that you talk to? Yes, but it's mostly, like, in terms of the guests that I've usually get, most of them are in L.A. Okay, yeah. Like, I've only interviewed one person in New York. It's about to be two mm-hmm. come Wednesday, but it's like... So I'm your first Aussie? Yes. Not, not, not my first international, but my first Aussie, because yeah. I, ha- I have interviewed somebody in Manchester before. Like, okay. Nice. And by the way, not as I always say with the guests, it's not because I haven't asked... Like, I've asked a lot of people. It's hard getting them to respond back to you, but I have asked a lot of people. Interesting. I was really keen to to do it, actually. Yeah, because like, you're, well, but you're a little bit smaller, which is why I felt like it's easier. Like, I had just now gotten to the point. There was, like, before a cap of, like, anyone who had over 15,000 followers, I couldn't, like, get them to respond back to me. But I just, like, got past that gap. Okay, nice. With one guest where I got somebody who had, like, 35,000. So, like, I'm trying to get past that gap. and That's cool. I love that. It'll happen. Like, I am very, like, you answered on the first time. You would have found out if you didn't answer on the first time. I'll keep yeah. messaging you. Like I'm very persistent because I want these interviews. Like, no, that's good. I like that you're doing that. It's really, it's yeah. really, uh, it's really cool. I like it. Thank you. I like what you do. All right. With that being said, because as he said, he's in Australia. He has to get through with like the rest of his day. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And it's night time for you now, so bedtime yeah, but something. <laughs> getting close to it. Like okay. Yeah. All right. With that being said, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> and this is Gay Out the City. I'm your host, Prince Electro Diamond, and I hope you've enjoyed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right.